Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you choose to listen to us, we are so glad that you do. And you are listening to another youth ministry podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the Bible Fellowship Church. Another youth ministry podcast strives to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jared and Tim. What's up? Hey, Tim. Hey, Jared. Hey, Chris. Hi. Good intro. I appreciate it. I yeah. love it. A lot of emphasis on the, the uh, good morning. The good I was just emphasizing the commas. Wow. Very good. You're very grammatical. Take that breath. I do like grammar. <laughs> Did What was your favorite subject? You heard it here. He loves grammar. My favorite ooh, subject in high school. Ah, I love English now. I don't know that I loved it then. Mm. I didn't like writing then because I didn't really. Once I have something I want to write about, that's yeah. when I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. I don't know. I mean, understanding the Bible, you have to know grammar. Mm. So it's important. So yeah, I don't know. In high, in high school, I was kind of like, whatever. I, I thought science was cool, but I don't know if I've ever shared this on this show. Uh, fun fact about me, before I was a believer, I cheated on the state chemistry exam, which was called the Regents in New York. I cheated and I still got a 56. <laughs> I, <laughs> that sounds, I think it was worthy of a <laughs> confession time. Sinner. Yes. Yes. That, that That's how much I did not understand chemistry because I, I didn't try. I, I didn't really pay attention in class. I yeah. definitely didn't care about the homework or hmm. study. So yeah, that's, that's what, great. that was it. Well, we're talking about learning. In this podcast. <laughs> so, oh, great we're segue. <laughs> we're all about the good segues. You know, can, can we talk a minute about the fact that I think you, it's not fair that not Jared's fair. the only one with the buttons. I have the buttons. Actually, Chris, I, Tim I'm could, glad. Kim could teach No, the I'm glad that Jared to. has the buttons. That's true. It, it would probably overdo it. Yes. And it's probably good that we only have two buttons. <laughs> if we have more buttons, we'd just be a podcast of sound bites. <laughs> hey, can 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 we can we do a, a fundraising campaign to get a a a, a podcast a thing that's bigger. Yeah, yeah. we could. Yeah, we so could. people want more sound bites. If you want to anonymously us, donate to us, money. send us a check. I think we need like, make it out to Chris. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, but that's all right. I mean, back to your back anyway, to your segue. Back to the segue. We're talking about learning, uh, particularly kids today are learning more. I think when we were in high school, we learned about world religions. Uh, but more today, kids are learning about not only in school but also just on social media and. TV shows and things like that because everyone's being represented in various capacities, whether it's sitcoms or dramas or commercials, religions and world beliefs are being spread out and shared as if they are truth and that they have something to them that offers them hope or yeah. value. They are a truth that you can share or that you can believe in a spouse. And if it works for you, it works for you. I mean, we're, we're in, we're in the generation of you do you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that includes religion. So that's right. I think another thing too, is, um, with this, the worldviews and things like that, many times, um, schools and a, a great, t- there are great teachers in schools when they, when a teacher teaches something very well, um, and maybe their intent isn't for the even for the student to walk away and say, "Oh, that wow, man, I they I believe I believe this." But there are great teachers that teach these beliefs and these worldviews that students walk away and uh, they go, "Well, that's uh, I agree with that teacher because they taught it well, and I'm going to 
follow this belief, or I'm going to take the belief that all all religions lead to God, or that they're all man-made. So, well, the other thing is, um, I met with a parent recently, and they said the biggest driving thing is if thing something someone or something is nice. Like if someone, especially from another religion, like they meet a friend at school who is Muslim or Hindu, like if they're nice, if they're a nice person, it validates like, the that's religion. attractive. Like I like, yep. everyone likes being nice and everyone likes nice people. And so, oh, they're nice. And they don't dive into what all that means and all that is, but yeah. they're a nice person. It's like, oh, that must be a nice religion or yeah. they believe nice things. So we want to talk about handling world religions in youth ministry. Yeah, that's that, that that's the real pet peeve. Not that the world does it, which is annoying, but it's not a pet peeve. Or we're not venting about that, are we? Yeah, no, we're venting about the fact that we feel like a lot of students are ill-equipped um, in order to engage these these sort of things. And I think there's even some differences among us about what bothers us as to how do we approach equipping them. But the, but we all share the same um, pet peeve, or not even pet peeve, like. Frustration. Frustration, yeah. yeah. Because it's not a small thing that our students are, uh, students broadly in student ministry today are walk away ill-equipped um, from in handling those things. Mm-hmm. So um, what specifically, Tim, for you, would you say is why students are walking away ill-equipped in, in this area in particular? Well, as we were discussing earlier in preparation for this episode, um, I was getting at that many times as uh, youth pastors, um, we we kind of enter the room uh, with the youth students with this the, this assumption that they're just going to listen and believe me because I'm the youth pastor and the Bible's true. And, and, we, and because, well, I, I believe it's true. I'm a believer and I'm passionate about my ministry. So we, we kind of tackle it almost as assuming this audience, it just agrees with us. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where we get ourselves in trouble, where we kind of forget to um, be, um, you, you know, teaching logically, also helping students um, see that this, why the scriptures are true, um, always, or looking for those moments to point out to students that, hey, you know, right here, this is a great evidence for the validity of the scriptures and the validity that there is only one, you know, there is only one God and one way to God through Jesus Christ. Right. Um, because we got to remember, this is, I said this just a second ago, that in school, um, teachers, they prep their curriculum, they have this curriculum given to them, and there are teachers that love that, in history especially, is where you hit these religions, where they'll talk, I remember, to this day, I still remember a lot about Islam, because it was taught well in my school, um, but you will learn about Christianity, you'll learn about Islam, you'll wor- learn about uh, agnostic beliefs, you'll learn about Hinduism and, and Buddhists, and the way they'll teach it is this idea that here are all these options of religions that exist, and there, neither one is better than the other. Neither one is has a you know. It all leads to the same ideas. Yeah. Um, and so many times we just kind of my frustration is as youth pastors we just kind of go in and like we we don't we're not even aware yeah. that this is what's happening. I think that's for me that's the key the awareness. I <clears throat> for me I. I'm not one that thinks we need to really equip every student with every single world religion. Not that that's what you're saying, but um, I I think the issue is twofold. One, we, whenever we approach apologetics, which is, you know, the defense of the Christian faith, 
we approach it with the students as if they're already believers and we're just equipping them to interact with non-believers versus many of them themselves may not be believers and are wrestling through these actual things. So our approach in teaching needs to remember because of the age group and the fact that a lot of them might be forced to come or are coming for alternative motives to your gathering, they're, 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 they're not believers. Um, some of them, not all of them. Second, I think the biggest thing is we're not aware of what the world is telling them. Very good. Um, yep. And so, you know, if, if the world is never mentioning Buddhism or Hinduism, I'm not going to talk about it that much as far as trying to counter it with the truth of the gospel. But with what they're constantly hearing, for example, like in the culture today, you know, what, you know, CRT, critical race theory, and that that's how you evaluate somebody based on the color of their skin, um, or, or if they're hearing, from the secular culture that, you know, you can just create your own religion, like you, you know, almost like you can customize a Build-A-Bear, you can customize a God. Mm. Um, you need to, you need to know that that's what they're hearing and that encounter that as you preach the truth. Yep. And we also know that, you know, like in all that too, the, as you, these students here, they're also hearing this idea that, you know, if, if you disagree with anyone's religion, that's not loving them. Right. So absolutely. And, and in student ministry, we would say that we need to love everyone. So we affirm that, like we need to love everybody no matter where they're coming from. All of us are sinners in need of the grace of Christ, right? So that's another one where, again, if you were unaware and you were talking, you could sound, if if you weren't paying attention, your students may hear you as being an unloving individual if you don't know how to- So many- so many of students, students I've had, um, students I've I've taught at the Christian school when I taught, was asked to do a four week series on gospel sexuality. Their view is if you tell someone in that particular area, like the LGBTQ issue, if you tell them that what they're feeling that they ought to not obey their desires, you are you're hating them. So one thing my um, my wife has said to me before that's actually been kind of helpful to awaken me so I am more uh, up to date and also aware, she said, she's like, sometimes it's like you're under a rock. And, and what her point was, she goes, I'm not asking you to fall, you know, to believe everything this world is saying, but she goes, sometimes you're not, you're, you're not paying enough attention that the way you speak isn't even helpful for those that you're speaking to. Yeah. And, and that's tough because as a pastor, our main, our main role uh, is to feed them the word of God, to pray for them, to feed them the word of God. But you have to know what's going on in their world. You know, when, when Paul wrote, to his letters to a lot of these churches, like I think of Corinth, he knew what was up. He was addressing yep. what was going on in that church and what they were facing. So I think that me, you know, and and I used to think, oh, does that mean we have to, you know, read up on all the latest and greatest philosophy of the world and follow? No, no, no. The way you know what's going on with your students is to talk to them, mm. right? To hear them. And and for this whole thing we said about worldviews and even religions is you need to know enough about these other religions so that as you're going through the scriptures, if you know how to give students the application that helps them understand why Christianity and why the scriptures and why the Bible is, you know, the truth. Right. So well, I think of, I think of Paul in Athens uh, when he used the the idols and the worship there, even the the idol to the unknown god of to the advantage of sharing the gospel with right. the men and men at Athens. Uh, in the same way, we need to know, like Tim was saying, what other world religions are teaching, at least at a basic level. Yep. So one, we can love people well so that we can speak truth into their life in the inadequacy of that other religion. Right. But also be able to have the conversation and see, all right, you're on, because sometimes all religions are, in a sense, a broken, like I think you mentioned, Chris, like 
are man-made ways to get to God. Yeah. And so they expose that God-shaped heart or vacuum in, in our hearts. Yes. And so taking that and knowing, okay, this little bit, you're on the right track here. Let me shift it and help you see the truth in that misconception or yeah. that misthink. I, I think it was, um, yeah, at Snowglow this last year at our denomination's uh, winter retreat or which was in conference, the which was in the spring this year. It's going <laughs> to be in January this year. So uh, we want to make Mark a little calendar. plug for that in January. Um, I believe it's the second and third weekend of January. Yep. Uh, Friday through Sunday. If you want more information about that, you've never gone. If you want to looking for a great place to take students, email us. We we'll, The email will be at the end of the episode today. Anyway, the guy who spoke this last year is an apologist. And what he did was he walked through um, the, the I think it was the four main mm-hmm. uh, alternatives to the Christian faith. And then he, in saying what they believed, he then walked through how they fall short of truth mm-hmm. and specifically what the Bible teaches. So I think it's got to be very careful not to just teach a bunch of world religions. This is what they believe. We have to say, no, 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 this is why this isn't true. Yeah. And you need to pick world religions, and I'll just call them worldviews, that your students are actually facing. Mm-hmm. You have to be relevant with that. I mean, don't don't waste your time on something they've never heard and right. put more lies in their laps for them to potentially believe. So I feel like what we're venting about in this episode a lot is- Oh, I'm you, venting. Yo, you are. <laughs> just Vents wide open. Is the that- hot air is coming right out. We said this is, you know, handling world religions or handling world beliefs. We're really venting saying that as youth pastors, like, yeah, you may spend your day in the office all day of a church surrounded by church-like people, but we need to be aware of what is happening around us, aware enough so as we teach our youth that as we handle the scriptures and help them apply it to their life, we know what they need to hear to apply to the specific things yeah. they're dealing with in their life. Yeah. And part of that is when you're teaching and when you're communicating, and I especially who have a very strong personality, which I'm sure you guys haven't picked up on yet, but I do. Um, it, yeah, that's, you haven't? Nope. I, I didn't think so. So anyway, I, I have to constantly tell my students from a public setting, the door is wide open for you to ask your questions and come to us and ask mm-hmm. anything you're struggling with. And I have found there have been students that approach you and saying, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm being taught. This is what my friend said. How should I respond? And what that is, I think one of the biggest things is in your teaching, yes, but also and, and in asking them, but then also making sure you have an approachable spirit yeah. and, and that it's okay for them to ask questions. Because if you don't create that environment, truth is truth. If you don't believe it, you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Like you, Tim kind of, when we were talking about the title for this episode, kind of made a joke or is Jared? I think it was Jared. It was Jared. Wrote, ignore world religions. They're <laughs> stupid. Like, you know, it's very helpful. Yeah. Very it doesn't help the student that's but, actually interacting with And But things. sometimes that's the, we. that's sometimes how we respond. So I think our encouragement to you as we close this episode and what was frustrating, uh, what we're venting about is, you know, know your students well, be, be aware of what's happening in their life. And so when it comes to these world religions that you know which ones they're dealing with and how to help them see God, how God's word is the ultimate answer for all those. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. Please connect with us on Instagram at another YM Podcast, or you can email us at another YM Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you and see you later.